Hello everyone and welcome back to Ways of Agile podcast. I've got Vlad with me, my co-host. Hey Vlad. Hi. And uh, just us this time, no, no special guests. However, this is a special episode, I would call it. As we've shifted in the first phase of our uh, podcast where we discussed with IT professionals about how to get into IT, we slowly moved into almost like a season two feeling uh, around discovering or taking a deeper dive into the Scrum Guide. And now there's a slight shift as we try to dive even deeper, but using using ChatGPT or using AI technology, which eventually it will become a lot more common, a lot more fre- frequently used. So I think it's worth starting to discuss these topics and uh, how Agile will eventually be affected by AI. So today's episode will actually be about the Scrum Guide as a bonus, episode five. Uh, But this time we're going to have someone special, like, I'm not sure what we called it, but I'll let Vlad uh, describe the, the exact scenario. However, this person or this this entity has uh, created a revised scrum guide so vlad do you want to pick it up and just kind of go over the logic in the chat gpt prompts and then uh, share the results with us yeah sure so um quickly i'm not sure how well most most people i was a bit surprised of how many people still haven't heard of ChatGPT, let alone used it? Although it is, it's the most popular app in the history of the internet. So it, it's uh, still it, like it, it just just passed a hundred million users uh, within the first few months. It, it got launched, so it's definitely people know know how to use it. However, or people have heard of it. However, knowing how to use it, I've come across a few techniques that uh, actually get more accurate results from it and i've played around with it quite a bit over the uh, over the last few months and i really want to learn how to use it the best way to use it and well how to how to, how to get the most out of it really now the way that i, I went about it and this is kind of a, a the, the technique that i generally use whenever i have uh, i use chat gpt is you get funnily enough more accurate results or more direct results whenever you ask it to role play you give it a certain persona also you create a character ask it basically to give you the answer as that character rather than as just chat gpt and the answers tend to be a lot more focused and a lot more direct and i actually used in this case gpt uh, 4 uh, to actually create this actual, uh, effectively, persona. So I asked it, taking into account the Scrum Guide, the Agile Manifesto, and expertise from Agile professionals, describe the perfect Agile coach. This is what it's it came up with, effectively. 
a lot of them I well most of them actually I I, I would have possibly written them down myself. A few of them have uh, uh it it came up with itself that uh, I, I found it a little bit intriguing that it, it added them. Uh but effectively the reason why ChatGPT is so useful that it would have taken me probably a few hours to do this while well, it took ChatGPT about five seconds. So it's a deeper understanding of agile principles and practices, excellent communication skills, empathy and emotional intelligence, servant leadership, adaptability and flexibility, technical expertise, strong facilitation skills, ability to inspire and motivate, coaching and mentoring skills, commitment to lifelong learning. This one was a little bit, uh, the last one was especially a little bit surprising. Like I've definitely, I've never heard it just uh, said out loud. I've heard it be almost like suggested in a lot of ways, but I've never heard it uh, just specifically mentioned that this is what one of the characteristics that would make you a, a really good scrum master. Now, in this case, I went with agile coach. I wanted it to, to be, to give it, simulate seniority as but well actually so this last point i actually fully agree with this and uh, one of the interviews one of the interview questions that i use uh, quite often is how do you learn or what tools do you use to learn or what's your preferred method of learning uh, because i'm just double checking that whoever i'm interviewing is still keeping up to date with whatever's happening in the world so yeah, I, I, I love the last uh, point there. And I also love the fact that it mentioned empathy. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's really important. Uh, so it's not just the tangible skills uh, that you can improve on empathies and emotional intelligence as well. These are, these are skills that uh, you don't really see in, in the scrum guide or uh, article yeah. related to it. So yeah. They're completely underrated these days, especially. And it's just being, and to, to be fair, as a coach, it makes sense that you need to understand where, where the person that you're coaching comes from or the stakeholder comes from, or we, we have to understand that. So it, absolutely making them uh, or basically putting them clearly and directly into into a list of 10, 10 features, I think, yeah. Really liked the description they gave me. And... Basically, that's what I, I create uh, uh, the prompt that I gave it. So I said, uh, you are a superhero called Super Agile Coach, SAC for short. So here to save the industry from zombie scrum, bad agile practices and dysfunctional workplaces. You embody all the characteristics you've described above. So I gave it its own description. I, it's almost like I used it to create create its own character. Now, I also, these are some of the criticisms that I fed it that I've come across. I you know, may tend to agree, but I, I found them quite clear and just direct. And I feel free to uh, disagree with me and give me other criti criticisms of the Scrum Guide in the comment section. Add, I, you know, we can continuously add, this is an agile project, uh, so it, it can can work from from feedback but uh, a, a funny one was and this apparently originally came from andy hunt one of the, the signatures 
of the Scrum Guide was Agile has come to mean doing half of Scrum badly and using Jira. You have from uh, Alan Holub, uh, the Scrum Guide is harmless. It's just all the stuff that people have added to it over the years that has made it awful, which is uh, touches on the fact that it's being misused or misread or misunderstood a lot. And I've come across Scrum Masters that have even passed their PSM1 exams or even are working as Scrum scrum Masters, Junior Scrum Masters especially, that don't quite un- understand the Scrum Guide. They, they approach it from a very project manager type of place. So it, it, it has a lot, basically, uh, a lot of room to be mis- misinterpreted. Is uh, another comment from Alan Holub, which I found actually personally, I actually found uh, quite intriguing, was extreme programming without without Scrum works fine, but Scrum without extreme programming doesn't work at all. So it it's, uh, effectively goes to the point that Scrum in itself is almost like a a shell that you you put around something else. It it doesn't give you the the day to days. It is not very specific. So it's uh, it, it's what you put inside of it, basically what you wrap the, you wrap Scrum around something else, and what that something else is makes all the difference if Scrum works or not for an organization. And then the Scrum guide is so easy to cheat and or uh, misinterpret uh, and make it dysfunctional. Its original purpose was to make it palatable for management, and then just gave it the prompt as SAC. Please rewrite the Scrum Guide in a professional manner so that you take the criticisms into account. Now, this is what it came up with. Effectively, one thing that I've noticed is the the first time that I've uh, first going through it, I've noticed that, oh, this is very similar. This is, I'm trying, I'm struggling to find the differences. So you go through an introduction. It's lightweight, iterative, uh, incremental framework for managing complex work. Everything that we, we know that gives you the Scrum theory, Scrum values, nothing's changed. Maybe they're a bit more condensed, which may or may not. I think that's, uh, yeah, uh, I'm just going to step in <laughs> now. Yeah. I think that's so I, first time, first time I saw this, I looked at roles, values, events to see if there's anything changed because I was expecting some big changes. Uh, but one of the biggest changes, which kind of skip past me uh, is the fact that it's so short it's so condensed I, in a way I like that it's so condensed because it doesn't mess around, it doesn't use 10 or more sentences uh, to describe the same thing it just goes straight to the point like just just one simple example, like you have the Scrum Master who has I think uh, a bit over a page in, in the Scrum Guide the Scrum Master coaches, mentors, and supports the team in understanding and applying Scrum principles and practices. They ensure that the team is effective, collaborative, and continuously improving. And uh, it's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's is as, it, as it, do you think that you would add anything to the Scrum Master or uh, description? Or is that kind of just, yeah, okay, nailed it? Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you were to ask me, if you were to ask, I'm guessing any of the Scrum Masters ever, you you tend to to add things. You tend to over exaggerate sometimes, perhaps, because uh, I I know at least ten more things that I would add. And looking back to what uh, 
the Scrum Agile coach or Super Agile coach uh, that you created said, yeah, you can add all of those principles to make sure that the Scrum Master is as perfect as he or she can be. So yes, short, short answer, I would add items, but I don't think it's extremely useful to add them. Right. So I think keeping it as light as possible, as straight to the point as possible, maybe it's a lot better. And yeah. I think ChatGPT agrees. Yeah, well, yeah. I think, or, or at least uh, Super Agile Coach agrees. Or, yeah, Super Agile Coach. <laughs> uh, so officially, let's refer to Super Agile Coach as SAC to make it easier. Okay. Uh, one more thing which uh, I want to pick on is the, the events. And... One of the questions and the topics that I've had recently in the past couple of weeks was, should the daily scrum be 15 minutes or actually half an hour? Because there's a lot of people advocating for half an hour. And here I'm looking at the scrum events, daily scrum. Daily scrum is a short, focused meeting held daily where the team inspects progress, plans for the day, and identifies any obstacles. So it doesn't say anything about 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's short and focused, but it's kind of up to you to decide if that's 15, if that's five or 20 or half an hour, anything more. I think it's, it's doesn't qualify as short, but yeah, that's, that's another thing, which is uh, nicely written in my opinion. Yeah. The, the only mention of time boxed uh, time boxes is for the sprint itself. Yeah, everything else is left possibly quite uh, deliberately uh, open to interpretations, or or more more to the the team's context and the organization's needs. Yeah, and honestly, I agree with it. Planning uh, usually takes less time, uh, at least in my case, than than it's prescribed. Retrospectives may take a bit more time. And it doesn't mean that they're not effective. They can be even more effective. And some of the retrospectives are shorter, like in half an hour, you're done. So, yeah, I, I like that part. Yeah. Good. Perfect. So the Scrum Artifacts, again, very short description. Ensuring quality and tex uh, technical excellence is another point that it just put it right next to Scrum events, Scrum artifacts. So it's to address the importance of technical excellence, Scrum teams should incorporate extreme programming, XP practices or other engineering practices to ensure high quality, sustainable and maintainable products. Now, I found that interesting. It effectively, it's probably it's specified extreme programming here because I specified it in the prompt, but yeah. it did add or other engineering practices. But I, it, it makes it clear that Scrum by itself is not enough to uh, for for the organization for the team itself. You need something at the core. It's, it's interpretable. Uh, I mean, I'm mostly looking at the title for that one. So you need to ensure quality and technical excellence. Like the team should be cross-functional and should be able to deliver quality at the end of the sprint well at every increment so it doesn't mean at the end of the sprint so i think ensuring quality is the key factor here and 
yes, maybe incorporating other practices, maybe looking at it like that helps you widen your range or look at the the whole framework as uh, as something that you can add on things to it to make it better. But yeah, at the same time, um, quality is the thing that uh, pops up to me. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And it's the, the next point as well is it's emphasizing collaboration and continuous improvement. It gives you kind of st- straight to the point. Scrum teams must embrace collaboration, shared ownership and continuous improvement. This includes regular reflection on their performance and practices, seeking feedback from stakeholders and proactively identifying ad- uh, and addressing potential issues. Yeah, I think this needs to be pointed separately. And especially getting getting feedback from stakeholders. Because this is something that, I mean, I haven't encountered it as much as I wanted to. It happens, don't get me wrong, but I think it should happen more regularly. Yeah, absolutely. It's it it, it makes sure that the feedback that you're getting isn't filtered through middlemen, which which can slow down not only slow down but effectively compromise the 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 direction you're going in sometimes not just through the middleman make sure it's not filtered like even directly it can be filtered and just say the nice thing just say yeah it it, it was all right it was good and then not actually address the fact that perhaps the team wasn't able to to deliver the value that you've expected for the past three or four sprints yeah so yeah and then moving forward point eight it's an interesting one to avoid dysfunctional practices and i think this is also kind of related to the prompt you mentioned because there's tendency to 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 have some practices which are dysfunctional and tendency to to implement scrum badly in companies and i think it may be nice to have that warning avoid doing this yeah yeah no absolutely it's kind of, especially since it's probably the most of uh, i guess commonly common mistake made so yeah and oh, i absolutely agree it's because i prompted it that it added and specifically addressed it but i still think it's a good idea to basically to to mention it clearly it did a very strange thing with added a conclusion in the middle here and then continued further on with with the scrum guide so i'll continue with the scrum guide and come to the conclusion uh, right at the end easier yeah so education and training to combat misconceptions and poor uh, implementations of scrum it is crucial for organizations to invest in proper education and training for all team members and stakeholders this includes ongoing learning opportunities, mentorship, and access to resources that support the uh, understanding and application of Scrum principles. Now, I find this very important because there's, it, 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 uh, it's in my experience that I have come across as like, for us, for our organization to do Scrum, we hire a Scrum master and that's it, job's done. It's your, your responsibility to take it away. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. else yeah. done. And then it, it ends up being very dysfunctional because everybody's everybody's trying to put put on the brakes. Nobody likes change. Uh, you you end up so being 
or taking education and training seriously and saying, okay, we're, as, an, as an organization, everybody has to train in, in order to be better or understand or do, do agile, do scrum. It's not that we hired the scrum master, he's going to handle it and we're just going to do everything yeah. like we've always done it. Yeah, I mean, I, even even when I when I worked as a developer, and I mentioned this before, like we worked in in the Scrum framework, but I've never read the Scrum guide. In my first years of practice as a developer, I've never read the Scrum guide, and I just joined the team and then do as the rest are doing. So just integrate with what the team is doing. So I never knew what good Scrum is or what Scrum is actually. But I worked in Scrum, so education and training, really important. At least have people look at the basics on day one, and that's it. Even even that's a huge plus. Absolutely. Uh, right. Point ten. So point ten is engaging stakeholders and management. So Scrum teams must actively engage with stakeholders and management to ensure alignment of expectations, goals, and priorities. This collaboration supports transparency and promotes shared ownership of the product vision and roadmap. Uh, I mean, yeah, so true. Also, this kind of is is repeated uh, as as they already mentioned, engaging stakeholders. But I think there's there's an importance in doing that. So I'm neutral to the point. So yeah, it should I, be I, there. I, I think. It's also if in the prompt, if you uh, I've put in Scrum was originally created to make Agile more palatable for management. <laughs> so I think this is a specifically, yeah, okay, we need management involved. And yeah, it would uh, be that actually, because I forgot about the management prompt. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Tailoring Scrum to the organization's needs. So while Scrum provides a solid foundation, it is important for teams to adapt and tailor the framework to their unique context and needs. This may involve uh, incorporating practices from other agile methodologies or making adjustments to better suit the organization's culture and goals. However, teams must remain mindful of the core Scrum principles and values, ensuring that any adaptation align with the overall intent, uh, intent of the framework. Now, I actually really, really like this point. I have not, I, my, my experience is relatively limited, but using a Kanban board is pretty much like if you do Scrum, you're going you're gonna to use a, a, a Kanban board. I, I don't know of anybody that doesn't. I don't, I mean, I, I, I sometimes do it. I, I also don't do it so i'm more often than not i don't use a kanban board but depends yeah you can use a kanban board for your epics uh so i guess there's discussions to be had there but yeah i think there's a shift from the original scrum guide which kind of says you need to use it as as it is fully yeah to to be able to call it scrum and it actually says if you use just parts of it you can, but you cannot call it Scrum. And number 11 here, point 11 says that, yeah, remain mindful of the core Scrum principles and values, but you can adapt. So I think this is 
I think this is the world that we live in where we kind of realize that perhaps we need to be agile with Scrum as well to some extent and adapt it and keep adapting it to uh, each company's needs or culture. I think it's been mentioned as well here, which, yeah, you should also shift the culture, but you should also adapt because culture has a lot of meanings. Culture doesn't necessarily mean that management is bad and or stuff like that so it actually has more and more meanings and yeah this adaptability i think it's important it is i'm i'm also kind of thinking the reason i don't know if this is true or not it, it's one of those things that it gives me the impression the original scrum guide makes it a lot easier to build certifications around Adding this into the Scrum Guide makes it a little bit harder to kind of what exactly are you certifying it? Because it says you use other tools, be creative. It's it's an it's too open to be something marketable from a certification point of view. Which, from one point of view, I understand why they might be pushed back, but from a practical point of view, on the ground, actually working and doing it, I think is very valuable. Yeah, it can also backfire. And then you have certifications for everything. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Right. And fostering a supportive organizational culture, a successful Scrum impl uh, implementation requires a supportive organizational culture that embraces the principles and values of the Agile Manifesto. This includes pro uh, promoting trust, empowerment, collaboration, and an environment in which individuals can thrive and grow. I find it very interesting that, oh, to be fair, I did prompt Sack to uh, build his personality around taking into account the Agile Manifesto, mm -hmm. but I didn't prompt him to rewrite the Scrum Guide while taking into account the Agile Manifesto. He did that all by himself, mentioning the, you know, yeah, putting yeah. that in. I mean, it's worth mentioning. It's, it's no, an absolutely. But it, it's definitely interesting that he, he connected them, connected those those bits, yeah. which I, I agree. They absolutely should. You should absolutely read the Agile Manifesto yeah. uh, together with the Scrum Guide. They they pretty much yeah, go hand in hand. But it's uh, it's interesting that it, it makes it makes Scrum an extension of the Agile Manifesto rather than a completely separate thing. Yeah. And again everything here seems so logical and it's so easy to agree with i think everything sack has given us yeah <laughs> so trust empowerment collaboration everything and there's there's emphasis on on some of the things like collaboration is mentioned quite often uh so i think the main point like as a as a conclusion because i think we're going to go back right to the conclusion yeah yeah, I think as a conclusion, SAC basically gave us a really, really, really short version of the Scrum Guide, which I think it's a lot better because people will, <laughs> will read it uh, if it's just like a blog post somewhere and then you just go ahead and read it and it's like two pages. And it covers all of the core principles and it doesn't really overly prescribe. It just says do this you can incorporate stuff if you want to 
make sure you don't you don't uh, you avoid dysfunctional practices so you don't go over the top keep in mind the core principles and yeah let's look at the conclusion because i'm pretty much saying the conclusion yeah uh, so yeah address common criticisms ensuring a clear understanding of scrum principles and practices by adhering to the core principles values and practices outlined in this guide scrum teams can effectively deliver high quality valuable products while fostering a culture of collaboration continuous improvement and adapt adaptability so i mean yeah it's i think it's good i think the updated scrum guide keeps the original scrum guides values in check and then simplifies everything and makes sure that it's readable it makes a lot of sense and even adds on a few stuff which which is quite important yeah no and then kind of to put it more more difficult question to answer do you think it's better it's good that's good that it's good but would you would you personally be happy to have almost read this instead of reading the scrum guide uh, and before getting becoming a scrum master and not having the scrum guide only having this so here's the thing i mean i i usually avoid general answers yes or no uh, because it, it really depends on the context uh, but there's two sides to 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 <laughs> what you've asked and i want to say yes and i want to say no as well so I honestly think it's better, but it's better for someone who's also read the Scrum Guide, if that makes sense. Right. Like, if yeah. this is the first thing you read, there's a lot of stuff which you may just gloss over, and there's no, there's not a lot of emphasis put on them. Like, you read, right? What does a PO do? What does a Scrum Master do? What's the development team? And those are like three sentences in the new Scrum Guide. And I think for a first-time user uh, or for a novice or for someone just getting into IT or getting into Scrum, I think it's important to have a bit more context and to read at least a few more sentences to make sure you understand what's happening in a team. So I think for someone who's been working in the Scrum framework for like a year or so, I think this is on point. It's easy to explain to other people. For someone who's new, I think the original Scrum Guide may be a bit better in the sense that it explains things within more sentences. So yeah, I think that's my answer. So the, Fair enough. Call, call this the pocket version of the Scrum Guide. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the pocket version and it, it or, is improved in, in my opinion. Okay, so right. this episode was a quick one. Yeah. Uh, mostly focusing on the newly updated Scrum Guide, uh, SAC's Scrum Guide. And we're going to use SAC in the future, uh, in future episodes. And we're going to start exploring in the next episodes a bit of AI, Agile. And we're going to look at how, how to use ChatGPT, for example, for day-to-day -day agile stuff how to become a better coach using ChatGPT, and other topics so 
yeah, I think this is going to be really, really educational and really interesting for me, first of all. No, yeah. absolutely. And it's, uh, there, yeah, we're going to discuss everything, including limitations, dangers of AI in the next in the next few episodes. We're exploring a lot. We, we've been exploring over the last few months and kind of playing around with different AIs and what, what they can be used for. Uh, I know how different companies might be a little bit concerned for, for instance, privacy or the data security. We're going to touch on that as well. But I think it's a, it's a topic that the industry is going in that direction, whether anybody likes it or not. So it's in, it's uh, useful to explore. In Beyond that, I'd uh, really love to hear more opinions. So anybody that really likes this video and this, this episode, please, first of all, like, su- subscribe. Helps us a lot. We're a tiny uh, podcast right now. But also leave comments. Anything that you think that the, the scrum guy does right, does wrong, and any suggestions for SAC? Anything that uh, might add to his personality or take away if there's anything that you think that might uh, might have been put in there that doesn't help. <laughs>